Hello everyone, welcome back to the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista and oh my gosh, happy 100 episodes of the podcast. I cannot believe we are at episode 100 already. I shouldn't say already, like I've been doing this for about two years um, and I just, like the time has gone by so fast and I cannot believe that I have found a hundred things to talk about. Um, I know like not every episode is different, but you know what I mean? Like a hundred episodes to talk about various things and it's just so exciting. I'm very, very proud of myself and also immensely, immensely thankful to people who listen to the podcast. And for me, I don't know if I've said this before, but when I started Daydream and Listen, it really, and it still isn't, meant for me to like blow up and become you know a big podcaster like I'm not trying to have this be a part of my career or like earn me money or anything I I don't make a dime off of this podcast I simply do it just because I think it's fun like it's a fun medium to talk about things that I'm passionate about and I also think selfishly that you know it'll be cool someday I can go back and listen to older episodes and hear myself going through things in my early 20s and even like people in my family in the future like can always go back and listen to oh that's aunt krista or like oh that's mom talking about whatever or just i don't know anyone can listen to it and i also think it's interesting like i started this episode in june of or sort of this episode i started this podcast in june of 2020 and i feel like since then and even prior to that point but there's just been so much that's been happening in the world and so I think it'll be cool like to go back and listen and kind of I don't know it's kind of like a little time marker for what was going on in the current state of the world um but yeah I'm so excited that I'm at 100 so to celebrate hitting 100 episodes I want this particular episode to just be all about getting to know me on a deeper level um, as if it's not possible after listening to me talk for a hundred episodes. Shout out to anyone who has listened from episode one all the way through. Don't know if there's anyone other than myself, but if you are out there or even if you've been listening for quite a while, I appreciate you so much and I'm so thankful for your support. Um, So yes, I am going to be doing like two different types of things. I wanted to come up with ways that, you know, I could answer questions and just, you know, find fun things to talk about. So I have the game, We're Not Really Strangers, and I've pulled, I'm going to be pulling some cards from there. I haven't pulled them yet, so everything will be like off the cuff, very random, And then I also pulled some random Q&A questions. So I'll just be answering those and it'll be fun and I'm really excited about it. Um, But yeah, before we get into learning more about me and just going on plenty of fun little tangents to celebrate hitting 100, um, let's first discuss the highs and the lows of this past week in my life. So my first high of the week... Um, Well, let me just say this week has been very intense. I don't know if anyone else has also felt the intensity of this past week. And I will be explaining why I feel like it was so intense when I get to my lows. But just want to preface that. Um, But starting with the highs, 
I went to this new restaurant with my friend. Um, it's this restaurant in New York called Blossom. It's such a cute vegan restaurant. Honestly, like, oh my gosh. When we walked in there, the interior is just so cozy and classy and like it was just such a cool restaurant the food was excellent and we both agreed that like together we've tried so many different vegan restaurants and sometimes it just tastes like you're eating like straight up vegetables with maybe like a little bit of seasoning on it which my um like food palette is very bland like i'm pretty easy to please when it comes to vegan food but this place like you could tell they put some artisanalness like they really put some craft into these recipes and into these different dishes that we tried it was so delicious we definitely want to go back there because um essentially this is my other high of the week we went there first and then we went to our mutual friends housewarming party so it was like a really nice little get together um and we didn't drink anything there because like we were going to be you know at our friend's house party but they had like so many cool vegan cocktails that i was like i really want to go back here and try that out and they had vegan desserts so just all good things so if you're in new york or if you're coming to visit i recommend um and then yeah like i said the other high is i had a housewarming party that i was going to for a friend who i have not seen in literally so long i think we last saw each other in like 2019 and you know obviously everybody's lives have vastly changed since that time um so yeah it was really great her apartment is so freaking cute she lives in brooklyn and I was definitely very inspired. I was like, all right, I'm taking mental notes for how to properly decorate my place because it's still a work in progress. But yeah, I loved it. It was such a great experience. And then my last high I would say of the week is I got a new water bottle. Okay. I like this might sound ridiculous, but I've been drinking out of one of those gallon sized water bottles for quite a while and i've been maintaining this old water bottle for quite a long time um i like it i do yes indeed drink a gallon of water every single day and i know that might seem hard to believe and might seem like really insane but i started doing it back in 2020 and i can't i can't stop like if i don't get nearly a gallon or like exactly a gallon of water a day I feel so dehydrated I feel so off and you know I don't know if it's like completely changed my life like I'm sure it's contributed to me having a little bit clearer skin which I will say that should be another high of my week my skin has been clearing up which is amazing um and you know just like I don't know feeling a lot better I feel like whenever I'm dehydrated I just feel bleh i just i feel so depleted um so i got a new water bottle and this one is a half gallon so i will be filling it up two times a day but it's honestly nicer because it's a lot lighter whenever i'm carrying it around and it is so freaking cute i think the brand is called like h2o capsule i've been seeing it so much on tiktok where essentially these water bottles come with like almost like a little koozie like a little sleeve that goes over top of them and this sleeve has straps built into it so it can hold your phone it has a little clip on the side so you can attach your keys 
Um, and I think there's also a keychain. So like if you wanted to put other key related things, you could. And it has a strap that goes over the top. So you can almost like wear it like a crossbody. And I was like, this is so perfect for me because I'm going to be traveling next weekend. So like when I'm in the airport, I can just like sling it across me. And it's not this massive gallon. Like it's so much lighter than my other water bottle. And, you know, always have my water with me. Or, like, if I go on a hawk or a walk, can have it with me. If I'm going out somewhere and, like, just, you know, want to have my water bottle and whatever. Like, it's so nice and convenient. I'm already so obsessed with it. But I will say I am a little sad because my old water bottle, I had all these fun stickers on it that either I collected at, like, various places that I traveled to or, like, my sisters got stickers for me. So I am a little sad because it's not one of those things where I can, like, peel them off and, like, reapply them. But I'm like, this is a new era. We're entering a new hydration era and I'm excited about it. So, yes, it's, like, the little things that make my week. And now for the lows. Um, So, yes, now, like I said, this week was just off. Like, I truly hope that I'm not the only person who just felt very, very off this week. And my hunch is it has something to do with this supermoon that happened recently. Um, I feel like it got me good. Whatever was affecting the moon. Like, I will, like, jokingly say with my friends or my family, like, oh, it's a full moon. Like, people act crazy when there's a full moon. But I was the one who was acting crazy with the full moon being out. I just felt like I was super witchy. I won't I won't swear on this episode. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Side note, I'm getting so distracted. I have to issue a big, big, big apology. I feel, I felt so stupid immediately after recording last week's episode about Beyonce's Renaissance album because when I was talking about freaking alien superstar and I was reading the lyrics, I don't even know what to blame it on. Like, my illiteracy, I said stingy instead of stingy with my love. The word is not stingy. It's stingy, Krista. Like, oh my gosh, I was so, I was so embarrassed. So I have to issue an apology because I'm sure some people were listening to that who listened to Alien Superstar and they're like, this girl is dumb. She is a fake fan. So anyways, um, but yes, I will not curse on this episode, or I will try not to, um, even though, like, it literally doesn't matter, but anyways, I was in such a mood this week. Now, there were, unfortunately, certain things that were prompting me to be in such a bad mood, and, um, for confidentiality reasons, and let's just say legal reasons, I guess, I can't disclose at this time, maybe in the future, but, yeah, I was, certain things were really getting the best of me this week, and it's, as much as I joke about it, like, it does really suck to have some bad days. Like, typically, I'm just kind of, I, I try to be the type of person that lets things roll off my back and be a glass half full type of gal, but you know when certain things just really set you off, really trigger you, and you just immediately spiral or you fall back into like old bad habits of like for me like something set me off this week and I was just becoming super anxious starting to get like really down really depressed and just like 
all over the place with my emotions like borderline having a panic attack I was like struggling to catch my breath I was just getting so worked up and overwhelmed and I was like all right we're not falling back into these old habits like we're better than this we we know how to handle these intense situations like we've got this it's okay but I just felt like this whole week I've been a little on edge a little on edge and I was talking with some of my friends and they were saying the same thing so I'm like I think it's the moon something about that also um I'll just honestly issue like a trigger warning because this is kind of gross um trigger warning if you don't like listening to people talk about like feet or just like gross stuff um so when how much do I want to disclose of this when I I went on this date and we walked a lot on this date and essentially my toes experienced trauma according to WebMD they experienced some type of trauma and it essentially caused my big toe um my toenail to turn black and I had my toes painted so I didn't notice it for quite a while and then the polish started to chip off and I could see like this black color underneath and I was like um that does not look natural what is this so I took my polish off and sure enough my entire toenail was just pitch black it looked like a scene from a horror movie it was so freaky so of course I'm googling I'm like is this fungus what is this because I I feel like I'm a very clean person I clean my feet in the shower I like to make sure my nails are very manicured all that jazz I was like there's no way this is fungus like that's insane so I look it up and I'm like oh yeah it's probably from my day when I was walking around and just you know I had my shoes or my toes crammed in a shoe and was just you know doing a lot of physical work for many hours so this is I think it's a sign from God God is just like hey girl chill with these dates I'm just kidding but no it's like so disgusting I will not get into the details of like what I had to do essentially to basically like be my own doctor um be my own podiatrist and luckily she's healing she's better Um, it doesn't hurt which is great it just looks disgusting so I am constantly wearing socks and I'm a little apprehensive to like paint my toes because I want to like make sure it's healing and whatnot I don't want to cover it up entirely Um, so yeah not fun and then lastly for the not other not fun thing is um your girl killed a cockroach the other night woohoo this week has really just been a week um and let me just say this all right for all of you people who do not live in a city my apartment is very very tidy my roommate and I are little clean freaks we love to clean all right we keep it very tip-top shape um but yeah, I got out of the shower the other night and my roommate was like, Krista, um, I, I think there's a cockroach in here. And I'm like, what? So I had to, not only this week was I a podiatrist, but I also had to play the role of exterminator in killing this thing. And if you know anything about cockroaches, you know that 
these things have like 20 lives they are indestructible we said like they are spawns of satan because they they're just they are so crazy they're so insane so i'm like spraying this thing soaking it in raid and it's just on its back doing a little dance wiggling around no problem at all like it is not it's not going anywhere then i'm like pouring like bleach on it um because we were told that you should always pour some type of like bleach substance on it in case it has eggs um also i know this sounds very anti-vegan of me but i freaking hate bugs and i know bugs are technically considered animals but like you know what i mean i love my furry friends i love my regular animals care for them so deeply but bugs i hate they just they bring out the worst in me so yeah essentially we killed it um and disposed of it so not fun but i just feel like it's a rite of passage whenever you get into an apartment in new york so hopefully we won't see any more because they really do freak me out they're just so disgusting so nasty looking all right enough of the highs and the lows now let's get into learning more about me chit-chatting and i'll be answering some of these fun questions so i don't know if you guys have ever played the we're not really strangers game but essentially there's like three well i know there's different versions of it um like ones for relationships ones for i don't know other things um this one i think is just like a standard one but there's three different levels to it like there's level one cards level two cards and level three cards and essentially like as you go up the questions get a little bit more serious and so yeah i will try to pick some from like each level so we just get like an even even range of questions but i also have the other q a questions i pulled so lots like we'll get a little bit of a variety so i'll start with question one from level one Oh, and I should also say, like, obviously the premise of this game is that you're asking these questions to someone else and they're answering them, but I'm going to be, like, answering them for myself, as if, like, someone was asking me the questions, if that makes sense. Okay, so this first one says, what compliment do you think I hear the most? So, like, basically, what compliment do I think I hear the most? Um, ooh. I would say, I would wager to say something about like my sense of style like you have a really great fashion sense like you have really good outfits or and this one uh, i feel a little indifferent about is people being like oh my gosh you're so cute you're so cute krista you're so cute which listen 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 i love and appreciate any compliment you know i i like my words of affirmation i appreciate the compliments the kind words they truly do mean a lot to me and i think any compliment like that like it's great and it's well received however the cute one i'm a little tired of like i'm how do i say this without coming off so mean and ungrateful i am not the biggest fan of hearing this from other women other girls my age like friends of mine acquaintances commenting on like my instagram post maybe i've talked about this before because i feel 
I feel like I've talked about this before. I just, if I post an alpha picture, any type of picture on social media, literally regardless of what I'm wearing, regardless of what I'm wearing, people will be like, cutie, you're cute. Any compliment has the word cute in it, which again, I'm not trying to say like, ugh, I just wish they, you know, weren't saying anything to me unless it was all these other things. I do genuinely appreciate the compliment and it's very sweet. I get it. I have like youngerish looking features. I'm a little bit smaller and my style is like, I think there's some edgy elements to it, but it is a little bit more like feminine, soft, girly, whatever. But I, like, literally there'll be sometimes when I'm wearing an outfit that I would, if anyone else was wearing it, I would not say that they were cute. I would be like, oh my gosh, you're stunning, you're gorgeous, you're hot, you're sexy, whatever. And people just do not say that to me, and I get it, it is like an insecurity. Um, I just don't like hearing cute all the time if someone is going to give me a compliment, because to me, I'm like, thank you, but like, I feel like I'm more than cute. I sound so rude saying this, but you know what I mean? Like I'm 23, almost 24. And I feel like when someone says I'm cute, it's like, that's a nice compliment when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, like I'm an adult, I'm a grown woman. I know I don't really look like it, but you know what I mean? I don't know. But I do hear that a lot, which I, oh my gosh, I'm trying to not sound mean. This sounds like so rude. I genuinely do really appreciate the compliment. It's very sweet. And I will say like when a guy says I'm cute or like, oh, you're a cutie, whatever. It doesn't phase me as much, I guess. But like, I guess for my friends and people commenting stuff on social media, I don't know why. I'm just like, I'm not a child, you know? Anyways, that sounds so rude. Let's pick another card and maybe I'll sound less mean. Okay, I believe I pulled this one from the section one again. This card says, oh no, no, this is level two. Um, What's been your happiest memory this past year? So 2021, I'm guessing, not this current year. Um, Oh, that's so hard is it though? (laughs) Um, hmm. My happiest memory. There's so many. I will just point out like a happy memory that it is like very, very significant because I can't recall every single thing right now, right in the second, but I would say it's probably something of me driving in my car singing whatever music um and just you know feeling very at peace feeling very free relaxed just like so in my element and I've talked about it so many times how much I love driving and I miss it and I really like last year I fell in love with driving because I would just be able to escape when I was in my car and sing my music and I love to sing I I I really do enjoy singing when I'm alone I have horrendous stage fright but I love singing on my own it's like my me time I get to play whatever I want blast it at whatever volume and 
I just love it and I think some moments where I would take drives and like maybe if it was at sunset or like golden hour or something like that and a really good song came on or like I was just really feeling it if I sounded good singing I would say that that was probably a very very happy memory for me and it's something I look back on super fondly next I'm going to be pulling from the level three category these ones are like more serious they're I think all about like reflection okay this one says what do I need to hear right now Oof. like obviously this helps if another person is telling it to me I feel like if anyone was to give me advice like what do I need to hear right now it would probably be patience or like trust the process which I recently made an entire episode talking about just my whole struggle with like really struggling to be patient right now over so many sorry my phone um so many different areas of my life and it's really hard I I feel like again with this week and I'm sure many weeks to come I am just faced again with so many unknowns or so many things that I have to wait on and being patient is unfortunately not one of my strengths. I'm trying to make it a strength. Um, but yeah, I think someone would just probably encourage me, like, trust the process, stay patient, it's all gonna work out, that whole thing. Now I'm gonna jump over to some of the other random questions that I pulled. These are, majority of them are, like, more fun and, you know, silly. Okay, so this first one is... Uh, not what, who was your favorite cartoon character when you were a kid? I, there were so many. I loved cartoon, like animated related things growing up. I was very much so like a Disney kid growing up. I I watched like Nickelodeon and even like a little bit of Cartoon Network, but I feel like my sisters and I, we mostly watched Disney, either like Disney Channel, well, at the time, it was Playhouse Disney, then we grew into watching Disney Channel, and of course, like, all the Disney movies. Um, I don't know. I really loved Cinderella. She was probably, like, one of my favorite princesses growing up. Peter Pan, I loved that movie. Like, Minnie Mouse, Hello Kitty. Oh my god, I know it's not Disney, but I love Hello Kitty, and Strawberry Shortcake. I think what is that top five those are probably like my favorites um but yeah all the like fun princessy girly type ones okay next question do you believe in giving people second chances and if so why i do i really do believe in giving people second chances because there have been many times in my life when i've been fortunate enough to get a second chance you know, whether it was something in like a relationship or something with my career or just anything in life, someone giving me a second chance. And I've been so beyond grateful for it because sometimes the thing itself works out the second time around or you just feel better off having a second chance or a second go at things. Um, And I know that because I appreciate that so much, I would want to give that to, give the same thing to another person. Um, Because, you know, humans aren't perfect. We make mistakes. We learn from them. Hopefully we grow from them. 
and I'm all about giving people second chances. However, there of course are some exceptions when it's very extreme and you know, you know, I won't even get into it because I feel like people like we're on the same wavelength we know when it's not appropriate to give someone a second chance and you have to set boundaries and like cut yourself off from that person I'm all about that too I think there is a healthy balance between like you know if someone really really did you wrong if someone hurt you like physically mentally emotionally spiritually like you cut them off you move on if you don't feel like it would be healthy for you to give them a second chance don't do it but I feel like I try to give people the benefit of the doubt when it's just like, like, I guess an average everyday type of scenario. Next question. Um, okay. How would you describe your first crush? So I will answer this. Um, first crush being like an actual shouldn't say an actual person because that sounds really weird but like someone that I knew or know yeah like a non-celebrity crush because my first crush was probably Zac Efron um because I loved high school musical growing up um obviously I won't be explicit and like say this person's name but how would I describe him He was like super, super charming, had loads of charisma, and I think that's why, loads of charisma for being like a teenage boy, and I think that's one thing that really attracted me to him. I mean, like he was very cute, Um, I feel like conventionally attractive looking guy. Um, He was very sweet, like super friendly with everybody and yeah I just I felt like we started off as friends had a good friendship and then it for me developed into a crush and yeah I don't know I I have no hard feelings toward this towards this guy I think I've probably talked about him on a previous episode um but yeah I I feel like his he was very cute but I think it was his personality, honestly, that stood out more and how sweet he was and nice. And like we had similar interests and things like that, but it was definitely his charm that stood out to me. Okay, next question is, who is your doppelganger? I really, I really have no idea. And maybe like people, here's the thing. Here's the thing. People have told me, oh, you kind of look like so-and-so. Like if I get a haircut or if I do anything new to, honestly, it's like, it's like always my hair. Um, because I guess like when I got my nose pierced, no one was like, oh, now you look like so-and-so. But when I like do something different with my hair or like, I don't know, I guess if I like look a certain way, do my makeup a certain way, people will say like, oh, you you look like so-and-so. And let me just say this, all right? I never ever tell anybody, you know who you remind me of? This person. Unless this person is like objectively beloved, beloved by so many people and is like stunning, like, like beyond beautiful that I know this person would be like, oh my gosh, like I'm so flattered. Thank you for saying that. Like that's really, really sweet. 
never ever ever say to someone like you know who your doppelganger is or you know who you look like and it's just some like random joe schmo that isn't known for being an absolute like beauty truly i know that might sound very shallow but like don't do it don't do it someone told one of my friends um i'm like throwing her under the bus and i love her but we went out where were we we were at freaking trader joe's i don't know why it's always trader joe's that the cashiers tell you you look like famous people i don't know what it is but they do it there this one cashier told my friend who is a girl that she looks like christian bale (laughs) and at the time i like hadn't seen a lot of christian bale movies so i was just like wait who's that like i need to see a picture and recently when I watched American Psycho, I was like, oh, Patrick Bateman, like that's Christian Bale. And I was like, oh my God, they said that she looked like him. And I was like, I can kind of see it in the eyes, but like very weird compliment. I don't know. Um, But someone has told me that I look like someone who is not, let's just say like known for being very beautiful. I don't know. I sound so shallow this episode. I'm sorry. This person to me is not super, super pretty. And someone told me that I look not sort of like them. They were like, you look exactly like them. And I think this person said this to really get under my skin. And it did. It really hurt. And I cried afterwards. Um, And yeah, just don't do that. Don't don't do that unless you were saying to them and I always do this too like I think in my head I'm like yeah they 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 look like this person and it's a beautiful person and I'm like yeah I I should tell them that but if it's just like some random Joe Schmo don't say it just do not say it I and I guess to answer the question I will not reveal the unattractive person that someone told me I look like because I won't um, I'll start crying again. <laughs> um, someone told me that I look like Nancy from Stranger Things one time at a Trader Joe's. One of the cashiers told me that. They thought it was Nancy from Stranger Things. They were like, are you, are you that girl from Stranger Things? And I was like, no, like I'm not. And they were like, oh, you look like that one girl. And I'm like, which one? And they were like the, the older sister, uh, what's her name? Nancy. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, Natalia Dyer, like, she's she's really pretty and she's great in that show. Um, but, yeah, I I can't think of, like, anyone standout-ish that people have been like, you look like this person. So, who knows? I guess I'm unique to quote Beyonce. Okay, next question. Have you ever been mansplained? And if so, what did this person mansplain to you about um I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with the concept of mansplaining I don't think I need to explain I don't need to mansplain what mansplaining is um even though for me it would be womansplaining I guess um I've definitely been mansplained many a times and let me tell you it's never fun you kind of just have to grin and bear it and just yeah, me, like, my Virgo brain is just, like, like, spiraling when someone starts to do this because I'm like, I know, I already know, I already know this information, like, don't have to tell me twice, like, you know, um, 
but I'm trying to think definitely like fashion related things and it's never been like an adult professor mansplaining something to me or like explaining something to me and it comes off as mansplaining it's always been like a guy my age who does not work in the industry trying to mansplain something to me um fashion related and it just it really kind of irritates me um because I'm like I would never do that to you like you're in a completely different career than I am and I know a little bit about what you do but like I would never think to be like oh yeah let me just like you know assert my thoughts feelings and intelligence on this matter that I literally know nothing about and act like I do um I'm trying to think what else. I definitely, like, in high school, I had teachers, male teachers, mansplain or try to mansplain certain things that, like, like, women-related things, like, girl-related things, and it's just, like, what the heck are you, like, teach me about U.S. history. I don't know why you're sitting here and, like, trying to tell me, like, this is the way that a woman's brain works, and I'm, like, what? Like, stuff like that, I'm just, like, what are you doing right now? This is just so uncalled for. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't have like any specific recollections, like a specific story that I could tell. Um, but it's definitely happened many a times. And like I said, you just kind of got to kind of got to grin and bear it and just wait for them to shut up. Like you can dissociate whenever they're mansplaining whatever to you because it's honestly useless now listen I, I i love men i do love men although sometimes men are just an absolute pain in your side um not a fan of mansplaining i'm going back to the we're not really strangers questions so this one says how many speeding tickets do you think i've gotten in my life um i feel like if someone were to be assuming that about me they would definitely like someone who knew me they would definitely say zero because people, I am notorious for being a rather overly cautious driver. I don't think I'm slow. I always go the speed limit, if not a little bit above. Um, but I'm not known for being like a speed demon. So I feel like people would say uh, zero, which is true. I've never gotten a speeding ticket, knock on wood. Um, although like it does freak me out like if I'm driving on the highway when I'm on like a big intersection a highway obviously I'm very focused because you know lots of merging is happening but I kind of get a bit of a lead foot and I I like to go fast especially if it's like I need to get somewhere or I want to get somewhere you know let's just go I do get nervous about like you know a cop coming out of nowhere and pulling me over and I would definitely be shaking um, cause that just scares me so much, like getting pulled over or getting a ticket, anything like that. But luckily hasn't happened. Okay. The next question is, um, how many pillows do you sleep with? Very random question, but I thought this would be fun. I'm also curious to know like how many pillows other people sleep with and like what types of pillows, um, I typically sleep with two. I have like two larger pillows. Um, one is very soft and plush and that one I have a silk pillowcase or not silk it's satin satin pillowcase over top because that's the one that I usually like rest my head and yeah like my face and my hair on 
Um, so I have this satin pillowcase on there just so it's like better for my skin, better for my hair, all that stuff. And then I have another one that is a little bit more firm and I just have like a re- regular pillowcase on that. So usually I will sleep. I'm a side sleeper. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried to sleep on my back. It's so hard. I know like if you want to sleep on your back, there's like specific pillows and specific little added things you can get to help facilitate with that. But personally, I'm just like, I am comfortable as is sleeping on my side. If I have some wrinkles in the future, I truly don't care. As long as I'm getting sleep, like I really don't care. Um, So yes, I am a side sleeper. I don't, you know, I don't favor one side over the other. So usually I will have my soft satin pillow on my head and then I will have the firmer pillow on my on my side. And this sounds so... I'm just realizing how ridiculous this sounds. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh my gosh, I need to get it together. I just realized like that the firm pillow would probably <laughs> will one day get replaced by another person. Um, and that's probably why I sleep with another firm pillow is just because I don't know I like like if I roll over in the middle of the night I don't like for my head to be like smack on my bed I like it to you know still be like propped up by something um but also I do like to have two pillows because like if I'm ever sick or feeling under the weather I always stack them on top of each other and kind of like prop myself up. I don't know if that actually helps you or if that's actually worse, but I've been doing that ever since I was a kid and I feel like it always helps. But yes, typically one pillow on my back or on my head, one pillow on my side. Um, And kind of to go off of that, next question is, what's the longest you've gone without sleep and why were you without sleep that long? Um, I there were definitely there's many 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 nights when i've lost lots of sleep i would probably say that the longest amount of time i've been awake for was when i was coming home from studying abroad because the way that like i was studying abroad in italy and there's a six hour time change from the east coast of the u.s and when i was coming home um I think just like the way that the timing of my flight, I think the flight is like 10 hours. Um, So just like from the time I was up in the morning in Italy and then I had a 10 hour flight to JFK and then I had to like wait in JFK for a little bit. I had a bit of a layover. I got in at night and... And then I flew from JFK to New York, which, or I'm sorry, oh my god, JFK to Pittsburgh, and that's like an hour or so flight, and then, yeah, I was just up, you know, many hours after that. It was so long. I think I counted it, and it was like, I don't know, maybe like 36 or something like that. It was really insane, like the stretch of time that I was awake um for that it was so unbelievably exhausting like you ever just stay up for a really long time because you have to like you're traveling or like something crazy's happening and like you're you have to stay up and then the next day you just feel 
ill. Like you feel sick to your stomach because your body is just so sleep deprived. Like it, it, it's lacking so much energy. That is how I felt for like the next couple of days. I just felt disgusting. And also like the emotional depletion of fleeing a country because there's a pandemic going on. But I would, I would estimate that that was probably the longest I've gone without sleep and I really don't ever want to have to do that again because it's it's not fun. Okay, next question is what would you sing at karaoke night? It's so funny that this question popped up because um, I was talking with one of my friends literally last night. My birthday is coming up and she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I don't really know. Like we were brainstorming some ideas and she was like, we should totally do karaoke. And I'm like, I would love that so much. However, I have immense stage fright. Love to sing. But like, I never sing in front of anyone other than myself. So she's trying to convince me. But so I've never done karaoke before. But if I had done it or if I were to do it, I would... My thing with karaoke is regardless of if you are a good singer or not, I feel like you should never do a song that's like very serious, you know? Like let's say, let's say hypothetically you're an amazing singer. I would not go for a song that's like just to show off your singing abilities where people are just going to sit there and be like, wow, oh my god, they're amazing. Because for me, the vibe of karaoke is like you want everybody to be into it. You don't want it to be like you're the one singing and having a good time and everyone just kind of sitting there and just, you know, waiting for their turn. So for me, I'm, I would do a song that's like very fun and everyone can kind of get into it and that I would like singing. I would probably say like honestly, anything Justin Bieber, like old school Justin Bieber, because we love a throwback, probably like somebody to love featuring Usher. It has to be the version that features Usher because that one is just amazing. Um, but yeah, probably like something like that because it's like a fun song people can dance to and like everybody can get into and I love me some Justin Bieber. So probably something like that. Okay, I just pulled this card and I'm very... <laughs> a little afraid to answer it but I think it's a good I, I think it's a really good question so the question is when you're asked how are you how often do you answer truthfully oof um I it, it definitely depends on who was asking me if it's a friend like a close friend one of my best friends I'm being honest nine times out of ten if it is other people probably less likely I I would probably wager to say most of the time I would not truthfully answer um I would try to indicate like not doing the best or like you know hanging in there but if someone were to like actually ask me and I was really going through it and this person wasn't like my best friend or like someone that I felt I could really confide in, I would not, I would definitely sugarcoat things, which I know is really bad and I'm working on. Um, I'm just the type of person that like, unless I feel fully comfortable 
around you and fully feel like I can confide in you and not be judged, I'm probably going to like, you know, beat around the bush or like keep some things close to my chest, which sometimes I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like not everybody has to know your business. Not everybody has to know every single detail and every raw emotion that you're going through. But there are people in my life that I think deserve to know that and I struggle to open up to them and I'm trying to get better at that. And I know that like going down the road in the future with like future relationships and whatnot, I definitely want to make sure that I feel comfortable being able to like truthfully talk about how I'm doing, talk about my emotions, celebrating the highs and, you know, working through the lows together Um, Because I think it's very important and I'm very much so all about like mental health and talking about any types of like mental health struggles or whatever. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if I'm the only person like that. I feel like a lot of other people would probably say something similar. Okay, next question Um, is what you're doing now, what you always wanted to do growing up? I'm assuming this is like career-wise so I would say yes definitely um if you guys don't know I work as a graphic designer and a trend forecaster as my job I work for a fashion brand and I would definitely say like yes um it's what I wanted to do growing up I think there's still certain things in my career that I've always dreamt of that I haven't fully attained those things yet and I'm still working towards those goals of mine but I would say for the most part yes definitely um and I know for me like I I think I'm very fortunate in that I knew from a pretty early age sort of what I wanted to get into like from the time I was in elementary school I knew I loved fashion and I could see myself working in fashion in the future like making making it a big part of my life essentially Um, I wasn't being a a girl boss in the third grade, but, you know, I had dreams, goals, aspirations already starting to, like, you know, play out in my head, and as I got older, they just became more and more clear and have formed into what they are today, and yeah, I, I feel incredibly fortunate and lucky because I know not everybody's path is like that and not saying like one is better than the other but I know it can be really hard to have to just like play things out and be like is this what I really want to do or like you know feeling the feeling of your time being wasted it feels like the worst thing ever and not that that happens or like not that that's the reality of you not knowing exactly what you want to do um, from an early age, but I empathize with others who, you know, aren't like, oh yeah, I want to do this and I want to stick with this and it ends up panning out in their future. Um, Because it can be really hard. It's like, it's hard to be that vulnerable with yourself and be like, am I making the right choices? Am I, you know am I working towards the things that I actually want to do? It's so, it's so challenging, but I feel like one, we just need to like normalize people changing their minds and people 
not being afraid to pivot into another career or just like switch things up people's interests change i mean heck maybe like in 20 years in the future i won't be into fashion anymore i seriously doubt that but you know i think we just need to normalize you your mind can change your interests can change your talents can change and just to kind of go with the flow um but yes i would say like for the most part i'm very happy that what i was aspiring towards growing up it's been able to turn into my current reality which is cool okay next question have you ever had your heart broken and if so what did it feel like to you i hmm that's tough because i've never been in like a serious long-term relationship before like like an actual relationship i've had some situationships and i've talked about this before previously um i would say i feel like heart having your heart broken feels very dramatic like a that feels like a very dramatic phrase to use for my situations but there were two instances where i was led on by two different guys in like the span of a couple years they were almost like back-to-back situations and it really really hurt um having that like realization that like oh wait you don't like me like then what the heck has all this been you know it sucks it sucks so much oh my god it sucks so much and I would say like I was definitely hard on myself like I was so down the following couple of weeks um just like processing that and realizing that like shoot like I listen I have a Pisces moon and I love to like literally name of this podcast I love to daydream and I love to like you know come up with all these like fake scenarios and yada 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 and I'm a hopeless romantic and being all like lovey-dovey and cutesy all the puppy love type stuff and then one day to be like jk they don't like you um and you just have to like completely move on it is so hard i would say no i haven't had my heart broken because i don't think it's comparable to what an actual breakup is like like i yes was like somewhat emotionally invested in these people's lives and i felt like they were somewhat emotionally invested in my life at the time but i don't feel like it was enough for like you know a a heartbreak per se like it wasn't like we had been dating for a year and like you know had invested so much time and energy into each other it was just it sucked i'll just say that it was a sucky feeling and i hope to never be heartbroken but i feel like that's kind of an inevitable thing it's a very human experience to have your heart broken and i don't think it's anything that anyone's looking forward to um but if it happens it is just a part of life and i'm sure i will be able to make it through Okay, the next question is, what's something that you are glad you will never need to do again in your life? Ooh, the answer feels so obvious for this one. All right, let's say it together. Ready? One, two, three, math. So happy I do not have to do 
uh, trigonometry, calculus, uh, statistics, anything of the sort like that. Now listen, yes, there are like mathematical things that I do on a daily basis, but I am not solving equations, I'm not using sine, cosine, tangent, all that kind of stuff that my teachers were always telling me in high school, like, you're gonna need this someday, and I thought about this the other day, and, like, part of me wants to make a TikTok out of this, because I think it's kind of funny, is I remember my, who was it, it was, like, one of my math teachers in high school, they were saying to me, they were trying to convince me to take AP calculus, and I, I told them, I was, like, I'm going into fashion, like, I'm doing artistic creative things I don't think I'm going to need this I want to you know utilize my time and energy towards other things because I know if I took AP Calc I would be spending a lot of time wanting to do good in the class whereas I feel like I could take that energy and use it towards other things that will help me you know for the next couple of years of my life And part of me just wants to say to that man, like, yeah, I didn't take AP Calc because literally the next year in college, I was getting graded for drawing naked men. So, you know, didn't really need to use AP Calc for that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I listen, like, I have full respect for all the STEM people out there. And I wish I was more math and just, I guess, STEM savvy um but I'm not unfortunately and I don't try to be I you know I know how to calculate a tip and um some other things and I'm just making it through life pretty darn well but yeah I'm very happy I don't have to do math I had to take one math class in college and I hated it it was such a dumb dumb class because Like, the material was relatively simple, but, like, it was just so pointless, like, truly so pointless, um, that it made me resent the class even more, so that's annoying, but I am very lucky. I actually do, like, some math-related things with my job, but it's, you know, those instances are pretty, pretty few and far between. Okay, I have a few more questions, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, but the next one is, what is the most emotional scene you've watched in a movie that made you cry? Um, hmm, that is so hard. I have cried, like, mm, I feel a little iffy on this because I feel like I cry in movies but I don't think I cry as much as most people would expect me to cry. Like, I remember, case in point, I went to go see The Fault in Our Stars with one of my friends back when that movie came out, and I remember she was, like, really, really crying, and my eyes were dry. I, I felt so sad because the way that that movie pans out, but I was not crying, and I felt really bad because I was just like, oh, like, I have a soul, like, I, I have empathy, like, I feel bad for these people, but I just wasn't crying, I feel like I cry over just, like, random scenes, they just, like, hit home, or, like, they trigger an emotion, 
Um, I, I've cried when I watched the Titanic, um, like specifically, and this is not a spoiler because it's literally history and, you know, okay, spoiler alert, the boat sinks. Um, but when the boat is like nearly vertical and all the people are like falling off of it, this is so sad. Um, and then it flashes to the couple, like the old couple and they're lying in bed together and they're like, like, you know, just like embracing each other one last time basically oh my god I was like crying (laughs) I was like oh my gosh this is so sad um I think I cried when I watched I've cried in a few Disney movies obviously up oh my god the beginning scenes of up now I'm like not fate now I am unfazed by it there we go um but still anytime I hear the do 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 I'm like all right here we go I gotta brace myself a little bit because that opening sequence is very, very emotionally jarring. Um, what else? I think I cried in Coco the first time I watched it because I think it was like at the time certain situations in my life were very like, you know, I don't know, kind of related to certain things in the movie and it just caused me to cry a little bit. Um, I've cri- I think I cried when I watched Father of the Bride, which is like a very old movie and I haven't watched it in a long time, but like very like sentimental family things I cry at. I cried when I watched the last song. I still get a little teared up when I watch it and I want to watch it very soon because summer's almost over and that is like a great summer movie. Um, but I don't, I, I, I like obviously this movie is so sad. I cried when I watched like Schindler's List and things like that. Um, even, okay, this is not a movie, but you know what? I was, I had tears in my eyes the other day. I was listening to, shout out to this podcast. I love this podcast so much. It's called Celebrity Memoir Book Club. I'm plugging another podcast on my podcast. Um, they were discussing Jeanette McCurdy's book I'm glad my mom died her memoir that she just released if you haven't listened to that podcast episode and you're like interested in hearing about her life and you know her time on iCarly and Sam and Cat and her career her early career definitely listen to it but it is very it's heavy very heavy and there were a lot of moments where I was like nearly getting choked up because I felt so awful for her And so it's just, I don't know, I guess when certain things like hit home, whether it's a movie, a TV show, a podcast, um, I, I tend to get a little emotional, but I feel like, I don't know what it is like about like the last or not the last song, um, like the fault in our stars, like movies like that, where it's just like, okay, I don't know. feels like a little typical. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, Okay, speaking of crying, when was the last time you cried? Um, I think I cried a couple days ago. And it was like an ugly cry. Like normally I feel like, I don't know if I'm an attractive crier. But it was like a, like a hyperventilating type cry, which is not good. Um... And yes, it felt good to get it out, but it just, you know, obviously wasn't fun time. It's never really fun to cry. Um, next question, second to last question. What is your favorite physical feature of yourself? 
I feel like so many of these questions seem very shallow and I promise I'm not a shallow person, but we're going to answer it. Um, my favorite physical feature of myself, I would say probably my eyes. Um, I think they're pretty. I have like bigger, rounder eyes. My eyes themselves actually change colors, which I think is pretty cool. They change from green to blue. I have partial heterochromia, which is, you know, the technical term for it. Um, It's just like essentially like the little, um, shoot, I forget what it's called. I learned, I literally learned about this in one of my college classes, um, color theory classes the little what is it why do i want to say photons i don't think that's what it's called but the little things in your eyes um that i guess like dictate or like the oh my gosh this is why i'm not a stem person basically whatever is in my eyes whatever is making up my eyes and their color depending on the light or if whatever is being reflected like if I'm wearing a certain color shirt the environment that I'm in that can dictate the colors that my eyes present as if you like look at my eyes they're like pretty mixed of like green colors and blue colors so it's just like whatever the light is or whatever I'm whatever I'm wearing depends that dictates like what my eye color is going to favor. So like, will my eyes appear more blue? Will they appear more green? That type of thing. And I think that's really cool. Also like I have, I also have a double set of eyelashes. So I'm very blessed having nice full eyelashes. Although it is a pain whenever they get into my eyes. It's one of the annoying things about having a double set of lashes is that they constantly get in your eyes and it's so painful. Um, but yeah, I would say my eyes, I think they're, I think they're really pretty and I'm thankful for them. Okay. Last question. Ending on a shallow note again, but it's fine. Um, this is kind of similar, but different to the first question actually. So we've come full circle. This is what's the best compliment you've received? And it's funny because I feel like I've seen this trend on TikTok uh, for the past like week or so. People talking about like a compliment that really stands out to them. Um, I'm trying to think like maybe not one that's physical. But I, I will say this physical one that always stands out to me because no one has ever told me this. And the person that said it, said it to me, it was very meaningful. Um... I was on a photo shoot set and this, the director of the photo shoot, she was so cool, so sweet, like so, I just loved her energy. She was so great. And she said to me, she was like, oh my gosh, like she, I think this was like our first interaction. She took a look at me and she was like, oh my gosh, your cheekbones are like, I would kill for those. Like I, people get surgery for those she was like I've never seen cheekbones like yours before like they're so beautiful and I was just like oh my god like I feel like that's not a compliment uh or like a feature people typically notice about me but I was just like oh my god thank you and just because like I don't know I guess the job that she was in and I was just like oh wow like pretty cool like coming from her um I'm trying to think I've had people say to me like oh I love like the way your mind works or like I love the way that you think and that I feel like is always a really nice compliment to receive because 
you know me as sometimes I just overthink and I'm like do I sound insane right now am I crazy and when people are just like no I love the way that you think or like you know I love that you're open-minded or I love that you are like this it validates me and just like makes me feel a little bit more sure of myself so that's always nice and obviously like compliments about fashion or like my work that I do I it means so much to me whenever people compliment that because it's it's my passion it's something that I invest a lot of time and effort into and it's always nice to get like positive feedback from that um but yeah, I think we'll end it with that. I'm sure there's plenty of more compliments. I'm very grateful for any, even if someone is telling me you're cute. Um, okay, so that is all I'm going to say. That are, That's all the questions I'm going to answer. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of groundwork and hopefully after 100 episodes, you feel like you know me a little bit more. Hopefully, you know, you can answer in your head, like, who is Krista? Who is the host of this podcast? Why do I listen to her? Um, But anyways, all that to say, thank you guys so much, truly. If you've been listening for a long time, even if you just started, welcome to the party. It's never too late to join. I love this podcast so much. I really do enjoy doing it. Um, We've been through a lot and excited for all the episodes that are to come in the future. So with that, hope you have an amazing rest of your day and a great week ahead. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye guys.